Welcome to Diversity Dish, where we're dishing on everything diversity, equity, inclusion, and justice related. My name is Sedrola Maruska, and we're bridging the gap between what needs to be said and what needs to be heard. Those individual experiences that are often ignored or simply dismissed. Sometimes I'm dining alone, sometimes I'm dining with friends, and sometimes I'm dining a la carte. No matter how I'm dining, it promises to be delicious. Let's dig in. So this past week, I released one of my podcast episodes and I thought to myself, you know what, I should do a bonus episode now because it'll be my 10th episode and the podcast is doing well. The Diversity Dish podcast is doing well. And I have a platform. I have a few people who are listening to what I have to say. Thank you guys. So I figured why not? Why not do a bonus episode where I am dining alone and talk to you about something that's been heavy on my heart. What I want to talk to you about, and you're going to hear me flipping pages and stuff because I wrote down some notes and I think that it's important for you to know that I'm doing some homework. But I wanted to talk to you about what happens when we don't vote. There's a lot of information out there right now about why it's important to vote, but I don't know that anyone's talking about the other side of what happens if we don't vote, like really what happens to this country, to our democracy, to everything if we don't vote. I'm not going to go into a history lesson, but I do want to point you over to Rachel Rogers' podcast, which is Hello 7, the Hello 7 podcast, and her episode where she says, Why Your Vote Matters. The reason I want to point you over there is because she, she's badass, okay, first of all. I really appreciate the work that she's doing, but she talks about all the history of voting. She talks about what happened in the past with voting and why things are the way they are right now. And because I didn't want to go into all of that, I did listen to her whole podcast. It was fabulous and I learned a lot. And so I encourage you to go listen to her, but not right now, not while you're listening to me. Right now, I just want to talk to you about what happens when we don't vote, okay? Because it's important to know. First of all, the biggest problem with voting today is that 39% of eligible voters don't vote. Now, that may not seem like a big deal, but when you have a democracy, it relies on your vote. We're going to talk about the democracy. Democracy means it's a government for the people, by the people. So when you don't vote, you are removing your voice in the by the people part of that definition. Essentially, a democracy and a republic cannot stay afloat if the people don't vote, because then what happens is there comes a power vacuum. And a power vacuum is the hole that's created when a leader dies or isn't replaced or when a government by the people gains more power by fewer people, there's a power void because the government is no longer by all the people. It's only by a few people. Now, I know there's apathy out there about voting because some 
people think, well, it doesn't really matter. My vote doesn't really matter. My voice doesn't really matter. Blah, blah, blah. I get it. I've grown up in this country. I'm a Black woman in this country. I understand the apathy and the angst that comes with believing that my one vote can't matter that much, so why even bother? But that's like saying one drop of water doesn't matter that much, so why even bother? Because honestly, the ocean is made up of drops of water. The sand at the beach is made up of drops of sand, one kernel of sand. So if each kernel decided that they didn't matter, where would the water be? Where would the sand be? I know it's kind of hokey, but it's true. Give it a thought. We think to ourselves that we don't have enough power within our hands, but collectively, we do. That is what a democracy is. It is a collective voice, people raising their voices together towards what it is that they want. When you don't have a democracy, what happens? Tyranny. And what's tyranny? Tyranny is when people fail to participate in the process of democracy. They give way to a government with absolute power, a tyranny. Now, I know that that's not where we want to go in this country because we pride ourselves on being a democracy. We pride ourselves on being a republic. But did you know that we have the lowest voter turnout in the world? How's that even possible? I don't know. All I know is people die across the world for the right to cast their vote and for the right for their voices to be heard. And we sit around going, well, no one's going to hear my voice. Well, riddle me this, my friend. If your vote isn't that important, if your voice isn't that important, why, pray tell, are there so many ways that your voice is trying to be silenced? Why is it, there seems to be this movement all the time and throughout history to silence your voice. If your voice didn't matter, it wouldn't matter. Nobody would care. People would be like, fine, don't vote. Who cares? It doesn't matter anyway. But that's not what the reports are. The reports are, the messages that are being sent is, let's get as few people as possible to vote because each vote matters. Now, when we don't vote, we can no longer be self-governed. We give our power to the smallest group and the people who have the least interest in what we need. So what we need doesn't matter. They don't care. They're not going to hear what we need because we didn't vote for them. Now, I am fully aware that the electoral college is kind of a problem. I myself have been ranting and raging about the electoral college and the popular vote and all these things. And yet I too have been out there voting because I know that the only way to make change in any of those things and any of the things that we think that are a problem is to cast my vote for someone that I believe believes as I do and will work towards what I want. We are a republic. What's a republic? A republic is a government where supreme power is in the body 
of citizens entitled to vote and it's exercised by elected officers and representatives responsible to them and governing according to law. That means that the people we elect are responsible to us, the people and the law to do what the people request of them to do. Do we want to lose our republic? Do we want to lose our right to vote? Because we've allowed a small group of people to make all the decisions that don't work for the majority of us. I'm going to venture to say that you don't want that to be the case. I know I don't want that to be the case. So when I go to vote, I take my children with me. I take my children with me so that they understand that it is a right and it is a privilege that we have in this country to cast our ballot for those ideas and those people that we believe will help move the country in a direction that we'd like to see it go. The loss of the right to vote means tyranny. It means the loss of the republic. It means no more voting. It means becoming one of those countries, just like other countries where people are fighting for the right that we are simply handing over to someone else. Imagine that. I don't really want to imagine that. I really don't because I know and I've grown up, I was born and I've grown up in a country where I believe that we have the intention of the highest ideals for each person. We also have a lot of issues, but because we chastise ourselves for those issues, it shows the love that we have for our country and voting is part of that. When we don't vote, we leave our fate to chance. Instead of actively advocating for what our needs and desires are, we let someone else decide. Can you imagine if we went to the supermarket and instead of going and picking uh, what we wanted, someone at the front said, okay, I'm going to go shop for you. And they went and picked things for you. And then they brought you the car and they said, here, this is what you get. You pay for it now. That's what happens when you don't vote. You allow someone else to go and make all the decisions for you, and then you pay for them. Oh, yeah, you pay for them. That's not what we want. That's not what this country is about. So what about quality of life? Let's talk about quality of life. When you don't vote and you don't stand up for what you want, someone else decides. The quality of life that you live is based upon the laws of the land, the way that things are. And if you do not raise your voice towards the things that you want, you won't get them. Some of the things you leave at somebody else's whim, public transportation, fair wages, accessible and fair education. You don't vote, you don't count. You don't count, you don't get to ask for better. You don't because you didn't vote. How do you want your taxes to be used? 
that's something you can vote about. Referendums that come up on the ballots in states, those are the things that you need to learn about and vote about. Referendums talk about what to do with certain infrastructure. They talk about what to do with money allocated for education. They talk about whether or not you want marijuana to be legal. They talk about same-sex marriage. All these things come about because of voting. If you believe that love is love and everyone should have the right to marry and you don't go to the polls, you're part of the problem because you haven't cast your vote to say, yes, this is something that I want. So your elected officials can't go in and say, oh, yes, most of the people in my constituency want this. No, they'll go with the people who voted. If that's not you, that's not your voice being heard. The president, the Senate, and then the House, if we don't vote people into those branches that are listening to what our needs are, then all right, we get what we get. We get what we get. A more representative government with more representative candidates won't happen if you don't vote. If you don't vote, economic interests will favor big business because big business can pay lobbyists. And then lobbyists go in to talk about what the big business wants. And no one talks about what you want because you didn't vote for the person that would be able to go in there and talk about what you wanted. When you don't vote, when you don't show up, you lose the opportunity to be able to affect change when it comes to minimum wage increases, better health care, and better schools. When you don't vote, the candidates that win don't go in with a mandate. Going in with a mandate means that the people voted this person in. And not only did they vote this person in, but they voted for this person overwhelmingly, which means that that candidate knows for sure that their people want certain things and they will work for those things. When someone barely gets in and they have to rely on the lobbyists to pay the bills, they're not worried about what your voice says. They're not worried about what your vote says. They're more worried about where the money's coming from. They're more worried about the lobbyist interests. Having a mandate means that they are empowered. When we don't vote and the candidate just squeaks by, they're less empowered. That means that our voices are quieter, more silenced. They're not being heard. Now, you may think that because you're young and you're not buying a house right now or you don't have any kids right now there's very little that you think affects you in terms of voting right now but do you know that voting anyone into office can affect life for a decade or two that means if right now you are 18 years old and you're brand new to being able to vote and you choose not to vote because none of it's going to matter to you, in 10 years when you're 28, you're going to be complaining about certain things that you 
probably could have voted about when you were 18 that are going to still be in effect when you're 28. And likely at that time, you've got a partner. You may have children. You've got a job. You've probably got a mortgage. Then we go 20 years, two decades. Now you're 38. And the things that you could have voted on at 18 are still affecting your life now. But you didn't vote because it wasn't going to affect you then. Imagine that. That's how voting works. If you don't vote, then you're making a decision, not just for today, but for years to come. So maybe it's not going to affect you personally today. And maybe it's not even going to affect you personally at all. Later on, it affects. We all are affected by the decisions that we make today. It's the same in everything and voting is no different. You decide not to vote today because it's not going to affect you. It might affect you tomorrow, but you already left your voice in the void, not voting, way back when. College affordability. That is something that elected officials can work on. Does that affect you today? Does that affect you tomorrow? Maybe it doesn't affect you now, but if your plan is to go to college anytime later, or if your plan is to send your children to college anytime later, I think it's going to affect you. Healthcare, you're not sick, you're nice and healthy. You don't think it affects you right now, but let's say you were to get into an accident, some type of accident just on the street, at home, while you were walking, does it affect you now? And just because it doesn't affect you, does it affect someone you know? Voting is not only about yourself. It's about your community. It's about a collective. It's about a collective of people saying, this is what we'd like to see. This is the quality of life we'd like to have. And voting for the person who is best qualified to bring those ideas and issues to the forefront, to our government. Climate change. Are you a proponent of climate? Do you understand how climate change works? Does it bother you that we seem to be on a boat to, I don't know, the inferno? Or no? Either way. Voting now means something will happen later. Remember, you're not just voting for today. You're not just voting for the next four years. Laws stay on the books for a long time. So you're voting today for tomorrow. Are you looking forward to tomorrow? Or do you just think that it's going to just be happenstance, just happen on its own? I doubt that you think that. Racial inequity. Do you have a problem with what's going on in the community right now? At work? In the streets? Do you have a problem with that? Does it bother you? Maybe it doesn't bother you. I don't know. But does it? Voting 
for things that will make things more equitable now helps to create a more equitable future. There's so many other things. Immigration, how does that affect you? Or maybe not affect you, but maybe affect your community or someone that you know, or maybe it doesn't affect anyone that you know, but are you okay with kids being in cages? Are you? If not, voting is how you change it. Gun control, criminal justice system, workers' rights, LGBTQ rights, reproductive rights, taxes, foreign policy, congressional redistricting. These are all things that you leave for someone else to deal with when you don't vote. When you don't vote, all those things I just mentioned are on the table with people who may not see it the way you see it and therefore may not vote for the future that you envision. The only way to work on making a difference later is by making a difference today. And then beyond that, how many of our military people died so that we can have the right to a republic? How many civilian heroes have died so that we could have the right to vote? Not voting dishonors our heroes and our ancestors because we're saying essentially that their life didn't matter. It didn't matter. And if you say, well, that was their choice and that was their decision, you're right. That was their choice. That was their decision. But what you are enjoying now was because of the sacrifice that they made then. If you don't vote and you have a problem with the way that things are going, you're just a complainer. You're just a passive victim of your own pessimism. That's all you are. You're just a complainer. You're not someone who is actively working to make a difference. You think that someone else's decision is better for you than you making a decision for yourself. You lose the right to complain since you're not doing anything to change things. If you don't vote, you can't say much. With your vote, you can look out not just for yourself, but for others. You can look out for the needs of others, those who cannot vote, the most vulnerable in our society. It may not affect you right now, but like I said, down the road, you don't know. But it may affect someone that you know and someone that you love, your community, the way that things are done and the way that they impact you. So thinking that voting is not important kind of sucks. I know there's voter suppression. Absolutely. We know that, right? ID laws, purging of the voter rolls. But you know why those things are in place? Because someone didn't go out to vote against them. Some people don't vote because of intimidation tactics by family, friends, 
or even people at the polling places, even though that's a little illegal, people do it anyway. Or the lack of information or being informed on decisions. Unfortunately, in this day and age, it's kind of hard to say that I didn't know. I didn't know what they were talking about. I didn't know what the referendums were. I didn't know is not an excuse. Vote.org has the information you need. Getting on the internet, Googling a candidate's name, Googling their website, finding out what they're all about. It's right there at your fingertips. If you don't have a computer, do you have a phone? If you don't have a phone, do you have a local library? If you don't have a local library, do you have a mailing address? Because chances are your community, well, maybe I'm, maybe I know that that's what we do here in Massachusetts. We get a booklet months before voting begins that tells us the candidates and what they stand for, as well as the articles that we're voting on. It tells us the articles and it tells us why people say yes and why people say no. And then we can make up our minds as to whether we want to go with the yes people or the no people on any particular article. Ask a friend, ask a teacher, ask a colleague, talk about it. But saying that you didn't know is not enough. It's not enough. And I understand too that there's a group of people who don't want to feel personally responsible for unforeseen consequences that can come by voting for or against any particular candidate. I get it. You don't want to be on the wrong side of history. Well, history is made in the moment. And sometimes you just have to go with your gut and say, this is where I'm going and not worry about the consequences. Because at the end of the day, every decision you make has an unforeseen consequence. How many accidents happen and people say, well, if they just didn't do this one thing, then this would not have happened. So many things are chalked up to that. Then there are people who choose not to vote because they have a lack of trust in a country that's lied, that's perpetuated systemic abuse, that's allowed gerrymandering, or that has an electoral college system that doesn't weigh each vote equally. Man, do I get that. I get it. But what about the other good things? What about the ability to vote? to change the gerrymandering? What about the ability to vote in people who also see that there is a systemic racist system in place and who want to be in a position to make a change? If we don't put them in there by our vote, how are they ever going to make a change? We can't argue that there's a, there's systemic abuse. We can't argue that there's a problem if we don't vote to change the problem. All of these things, all of these things rely on a vote, which is why your voice is constantly being quieted, which is why these things happen. 
gerrymandering, systemic abuse. All these things happen because your voice is important. They happen because people who believe in them have gone out to vote. And people who don't believe have stayed home. People who are most affected tend to stay home. Then there are other obstacles that are in place. A lack of transportation. Some people are homeless. There's lack of childcare. Some people are disabled and not able to access their polling places. Or younger voters go to school in a different city than where they live. These are real issues to not voting. But if you are a voter that can vote, that has the ability to get to a polling place or mail in a ballot, then it is your responsibility to vote for those who are unable to vote, to vote for things that may be in their interests, even if they're not in your interests right now. So what happens when we don't vote? Basically, we make a decision that'll affect our lives for decades to come. Every time you don't vote, you make a decision that will affect your life for decades to come. You make a decision about the type of country you want to live in, the type of community you want to live in, the work opportunities you want to have, the wages you want to have, the type of access you want to have to education. You make a decision about all those things. And that decision is, doesn't matter. When you don't vote, your voice doesn't count. And when all those things come up, when information for all those things come up, when voting for all those things come up, your voice isn't heard. So what am I asking you to do? I'm asking you to make your voice heard. I'm asking you to Make your voice heard, not for your interests. If you don't think that any of it matters for you right now, then make it for someone else. Make it for someone else. But in 10 years, it will matter to you. And hopefully you made the right decision so that in 10 years, it's working for you. And then in 20 years, it's working for you. We get the opportunity to vote many times in our lifetimes, because there are, it's not just about the presidential vote or those who come up for vote at the same time as the president. It's about the community votes, the city votes, the town votes. It's about the state legislature and the state votes. It's about the Senate and the House votes that come up. It's about all those votes, making sure that your voice is heard all those times. I can't express it more than by saying every time you vote, you are voting for yourself, whether you understand it, whether you believe it now or not. Every time you cast a vote, you are voting for what you believe. And every time you skip the polls, you're saying, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Let someone else make the decision for me. 
I'm not going to do it. And trust me, there are plenty of people out there who are willing to take your vote for you. Plenty of people who are willing to make the decisions for you. And then when you find yourself at the wrong end of legislation, it's too late. So whether you believe it affects you now or it'll affect you in 10 years or in 20 years, or maybe it'll affect someone that you know, please go out there and vote. Voting is a privilege that some are still fighting and dying to get. Voting is a right that you have as a citizen of this republic because we are still a republic. We are still a democracy. But the more people that don't vote, the less people that will vote, the more of a void we create and the more unstable our government for the people, by the people becomes. Hi, if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe, download, rate, review, and share because it's no fun if your friends don't know what you're talking about. Join us next time when we'll be talking to Kevin Hoffman about growing up black in white. We'll see you then.